You're listening to Arnold Radio News, your weekly dose of what is best in life. And now, three guys who give out barbells on Halloween nights. The Gillinator, Shahi, and Brandon Crumb. Yes, it's Halloween time. We break <laughs> Yes. <laughs> awesome. It's my favorite time of year, guys. Foils and ghouls. <laughs> it's fun, yes. And uh, get to talk everything Arnold. That's always fun, too. Yes. Fantastic. Guys, so, I love it. We're going to have a fun uh, Halloween episode tonight. We got, uh, got you know, the, the normal Arnold news to, to go over. He's, uh, you know, as busy as ever, even while he's filming a movie. Um, so, yeah, we'll do that. We'll, uh, we'll have a couple uh, special, you know, t- we have a, a top five list for Halloween. And, uh, and then another, another interesting uh, um, thought experiment or something. <laughs> we'll t- take a look at uh, Arnold's characters and, uh, and see, what, uh, see what else they might be capable of. And uh, yeah, and we'll go from there. Get get all the, the creepiness and uh, we got the you know some Arnacore end of days music here. So uh, very nice choice yes. for the intro. <laughs> Good stuff there. <laughs> all right, perfect. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yes. So how are you guys? You guys all set up for uh, for Halloween? Oh yeah, yeah. I've been setting up. You know, uh, first of all, the Arnold is coming along nicely. The life size Arnold. Oh yeah. I finally got a you know a new eyeball that's Arnold's actual eye color. Whoa. And uh, nice. uh, yeah, I know, the right? Accuracy. And then we also got a red LED light for the uh, endoskeleton part. So that's. Uh, all I gotta do now is drill some holes and and we're golden. So it's gonna be pretty cool. Very By nice. Halloween it should be hundred percent ready. Alright. Well yeah, you've got two more days, right? That's right. <laughs> it's almost here. So that's good. And then do you go uh do you go trick or treating or you you just give out give out candy or go to a party or something? Well, I personally uh, have been. I last year I did go to a costume contest. Yes. Um, so I do that sometimes, but this year I'm going to be giving out Halloween candy. Nice. Um, I've also been working on uh, some projections. You know, like uh, oh people yeah, are doing these new projection things. So I've been toying around with that, and I think uh, this year I'm going to do dinosaurs. <laughs> so all right, uh, I, I'm going as John Hammond for Halloween. My sister's dog has a little <laughs> Velociraptor costume, right. which I think is adorable. And so I bought this uh, this window projection thing where it's dinosaurs. You know, you, however big you can your screen is, walking around. So it's it's just pretty cool from Atmos FX or something like that. Uh, oh, they yeah. have some pretty cool 
Halloween decorations too. So nice. So at my house, I'm going to have a graveyard, and then at my sister's place, we're going to do the dinosaurs because little kids are coming to trick or treat normally in that area, and so we don't want to scare them away too much. Yeah, you know? right. <laughs> <laughs> we have this little uh, dinosaur T-Rex skeleton from Home Depot that kind of roars and stuff. Right. I don't know if you've seen it. So it's kind of fun. It's just putting a little something together. Yeah, I saw there was a little kid uh, at one of the. We did a trunk or treat over the weekend, and oh, nice. uh, there was a little kid uh, that had a Velociraptor. Uh, oh yeah, outfit, and it's one of these that kind of you know it's like inflated. Oh so right, it's like, yes. yeah. So it's like they inflate it and then seal it, and then he gets inside or whatever. But uh, so yeah, it's got the big head and. And the yeah. tail coming out the back and everything, so that was pretty cool. Um, that sounds awesome. But yes, there's some good, good costumes uh, around the area here. We'll have yes, tons of kids in our neighborhood, so we'll be making the rounds with uh, with my two girls. Um, they're doing one's doing a Harry Potter. Uh, 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 what's her name? Luna from Harry Potter. Oh yeah, yeah, that's and, pretty cool. And the others being uh, Stitch from Lilo and Stitch. <laughs> so, That'll be cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't get them to be predators, little predators, or anything like Dang that. It. <laughs> Dang <laughs> it! <laughs> yeah. That's a shame. Little, a shame. How, how cute would that be? Little little cute <laughs> little baby predators running around. Yes. <laughs> be great. Or get one of them to be an alien, the other a predator. <laughs> yeah, that'd up. be awesome. <laughs> yes. But yes, we have a lot of fun. Our our, our at work we did uh uh, a pretty extensive little, uh, like a mini haunted house that uh, you walk through. Uh, we we rearranged the cubicles, the, all the walls and everything. So, yeah. uh, so you would have to go through this winding passage. And, oh, that's uh, so cool! And then we we uh, did some uh, some interesting uh, uh, effects and, and things. We we made a, a disembodied hand typing on a keyboard. <laughs> you know, we're the we're the IT department, so we have all this like computer junk around. So, so yeah, yes, we we did a we had uh, we had a monster that was in a cabinet, and it uh. would, it would thrash around and make noise when you got close because we'd have the motion detector next to it. Right. Yeah. So so it would like uh, and one of our guys, you know, programmed uh, you know a little like a Raspberry Pi thing to. To trigger the sounds and and have this thing start bumping against the cabinet to make to make it you know thrash around and everything. Yeah, so, that sounds fun. Yes, and then I would I was in charge of where we would have a robot um, telepresence thing. Uh, uh-huh. So we dressed up the robot as like Grim Reaper and uh, with, oh. with glowing eyes. Um, yeah. and it would come out and as the kids would come through or the other employees, they would, uh, uh, would, there would be this TV with a camera and they would see themselves in the TV and then Mm -hmm. I, and then I would switch it over and it would change to the, 
the telepresence point of view, and it would be behind them in this little alcove hidden. Yeah. So they would be like, <laughs> "What's you know what's creeping up behind them?" And they would turn around and get scared by it. So <laughs> <laughs> those are the best scares, really unexpected ones. And then I would jump out with uh, with my handy uh, Terminator mask too. Yes. So give them a, an extra scare there. I'm going to terminate you. (laughs) (laughs) I would tell them, get out. Uh, Yes. The exit. That's That's awesome. So we had some fun. We we spent quite a lot of time setting this thing up at work. Uh, (laughs) Hey, you got to do something at work. Yeah, you know. Productivity, (laughs) Productivity took a little hit during that, but... But there were no big problems, so, you know. Morale is high. Yes. Engagement, yep. Exactly. It was fun. So, yes, it's a good time. Shahi, what do you you got any plans? Um, Usually every year I uh, I usually dress up as a T-800, and um, I usually, like last year, I think I wore, like, the Governator mask. Yeah, Um, nice. So... Uh, I'll probably do that again. Um, just hand, hand out some candy this time. You know, with Halloween being on a Wednesday, I just want to be safe. And, you know, it's always good to, like, see uh, kids in the neighborhood just, you know, giving out the candies. And uh, mm-hmm. one year I just want to dress up as, like, Michael Myers and just sit at sit in front of the porch and just scare, you know, scare <laughs> the crap out of some kids. Just <laughs> pretend I'm, like, just sitting there and then, like, right. Like you're but, just uh, a, a dummy or something. And then, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yes. And then... Um, but yeah, uh, but I, I think at work, um, um, uh, my staff and I were, we're going to dress up, you know, uh, for Halloween and, you know, I'm in retail. So, um, the right. employees are working at night. They'll be handing out candies to like, like the kids that come in with their parents uh, at yeah. the store and stuff. So that's cool. More stores need to do that kind of stuff. You know, I don't know if you guys remember this, but when I was a kid, mm-hmm. uh, you know, mcdonald's and burger king and like even those types of places uh they would have like halloween events and like halloween themed toys and i guess right now mcdonald's does have halloween cups and stuff but it's not very much <laughs> yeah all out, I, I feel so I, i'm glad to hear that uh some stores are still going all out before already transitioning to christmas right yeah well i got, I got christmas out wink wink <laughs> <laughs> But you're at least celebrating in style, so I, I <laughs> sure, right? Yes, yes, it's good. But, but you're right about. I was Christmas. I doubt it. <laughs> I was going to say you're right about the McDonald's. I mean, I remember back in the '80s, they used to hang out those uh, those pu- like pumpkin pails that look like a ghost or a, a pumpkin. Right. Yeah. It's cool. I don't know. I mean, I don't know why stuff like that. The creativity is gone, maybe. I'm not sure. Or it's too costly. I'm not sure exactly why. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? I didn't think it was that expensive. They're doing like those peel off things. You know, right. Illinois free burgers. The least they could do is, I don't know, like a pumpkin thing for kids. Right. Kale is not that hard to do. Yes, you wouldn't think. Yeah. Or even like a stuffed pumpkin, you know, they're doing all those other little right. plush toys, you know, something fun. Yeah. Yeah, give us something. It's too 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 fun a holiday to to not go all out with. That's uh, right. So 
All right. Um, well, let's see. Let's cover uh, what Arnold's been up to. I don't know let's what do I know. Well, what what he's probably doing for Halloween is is dressing up as the Terminator, like <laughs> because he happens to be filming a Terminator movie. Um, so yeah, so he has the the best Halloween costume uh, there is. Um, That's right. <laughs> and uh and he's getting paid for it too. It's great. Um but yes, he's cuz he just wrapped up a whirlwind uh, you know, uh, tour of a bunch of different places over the past week or so. Um he's uh you know, took took some breaks from filming uh to do, you know, some of the other things he's he's passionate about. And, um, and that's, that's really cool. Um, and in fact, the one that I was, you know, (laughs) most excited when I saw that he was doing was, uh, I was quickly crushed because I realized, so he, 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 you know, he's going on his gerrymandering tour, um, where he, he's promoting these, uh, ballot measures that are going to be on the November election in certain mm. states, and uh, that's what his whole contest was with you know getting someone to to come out and and meet him on the set. Um, but there there's four different states there's ballot measures on. Michigan is one of them, as we said before, and uh, Colorado is another. And on uh, on the the Saturday uh, a week or two ago, he went. Uh, to both states to um, to campaign and to have like a rally f- to uh, get people to vote f- you know for these uh, gerrymandering you know measures where you know they would uh, the whole idea is to assign a uh, um, an independent commission to uh, right. to redraw the district lines so that they're fair for everyone so you don't have you know, Democrats drawing the lines or Republicans drawing the lines and having them skew, you know, in all these crazy ways so they they can stay in power. Um, but yes, yeah, so he came out. You know, he's and he's like he's you know he's coming to Michigan to East Lansing, which happens to be an hour from my house. And I'm wow, like, that's <laughs> amazing. When does that happen? That he comes to Michigan. <laughs> yeah, so close to me, and where do I happen to be when he's go- going to this event? But down in Ohio. <laughs> oh. No, not fair. Yeah, <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Yes, it was too crazy, you know, because we had these, you know, we made these plans like months ago to go to this concert down in Ohio in Columbus, you know, where the Arnold Classic usually is. So, you know, ironically, I go down to Columbus where there's an Arnold statue (laughs) and everything, and then Arnold decides to come to Michigan at the same time. Um, It's like like he was waiting for me, like, okay, I'm going to Michigan, but the the Gilnader's got to be out of town. I'm not going there (laughs) when he's around. (laughs) This guy again. He's got to be coming and you know hounding me. I know it. No, but <laughs> yeah. pen won't work. Like, no. <laughs> <His> crappy pens. <laughs> yeah. It's weird, you know. He's 
this he's this short guy I never know when he's creeping up on me you know <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know what he's thinking but anyway he is yeah so he comes to East Lansing and it's it's also like the day of the the biggest uh football game in, in all of Michigan for the year because it's the Michigan versus Michigan State uh football game oh, which yeah. is you know the the bitter rivalry uh, up here um, so so that was going on that day and so he came he came to basically the, the you know the Michigan State campus and did his rally there um, which is cool though but it's, it's very yes. cool that he did that um, he got uh, in fact let's see he posted something when he was doing that can find it yes so he, he came to Michigan in the morning uh, on a Saturday uh, proposal 2 is what uh, the ballot measure is on, in Michigan uh, and it's called uh, voters not politicians um, yes terminate gerrymandering and he had this like, uh, he had a sword. It wasn't like a Conan sword, but it was like, it looks like, uh, I don't know, like a pirate sword or something. <laughs> and he's <laughs> chopping off, I don't know what this is. Someone did this, like, um, this weird kind of misshapen <laughs> creature drawing of the yeah. district lines, and there's an arm, oh. and he's chopping off the arm. Uh, <laughs> I don't know exactly the deal with that, but, uh, but yes, he was making a symbolic thing to terminate gerrymandering. And here's a video that he's, he's with uh, one of the, the local organizers here. I'm here with Katie Faye, who started this whole redistricting reform initiative here in Michigan. And she's doing a fantastic job. And I wish her great luck and I wish the people great luck. Yes, hello. We are ready to terminate gerrymandering in Michigan by voting yes on proposal two on November 6th. Vote or else. <laughs> I love it. Great. He's threatening a little bit. You, know. <laughs> you don't want the Terminator after you. Um, so, yes, so that was nice. He went there. In fact, they even had like a, uh, a fundraising breakfast that, uh, that you could go to and, uh, and, uh, and then get a, a certain, a certain dollar amount. You, you get a photo with Arnold. Um, so he did kind of a nice meet and greet with some people there. Um, so that was cool, and then but then you could go to the you know the rally event outside that was you know free to whoever came up. Um, so he uh, yeah he's he's very committed to uh, to getting these these measures passed. Um, so that was the and he went directly from Michigan after that rally, got on a plane, and then flew to Colorado the same day um, wow. for for another rally. So yeah. So he, we went there, and uh, he thanked them for a warm welcome. He says, vote vote yes on Y and Z. I guess that's the measures out, out in Colorado. Um, yeah. They got the, the, the Y and Z letters out there. Um, ah. Yes. He says he has a, a photo with a, a little kid there. It says, hasta la vista, gerrymandering. 
<laughs> yes. I love it. Nice. <laughs> yes. That's good. So he went out there. Um, then, uh, yes, he's got uh, one of the politicians out there, John John Hicken, Hickenlooper. That's a fun name. Hickenlooper. Yeah. It says, Judgment Day for redistricting and Schwarzenegger and, and I think it's time for us to do a total recall on gerrymandering. But seriously, <laughs> vote yes on Y and Z. So, yes. Getting all the the uh, the Arnold lines in there. Um, so, yes. Yeah. Let's see. Can you imagine how cool it would be if Arnold could run for president and go to all these rallies to every state? Oh, wow. Oh, yes. That would be, be amazing, huh? Yes. God darn constitution. Then you could go yes. and, yes. <laughs> See Arnold in wherever you are. Yes, that's right. It'd be great. Can you imagine Arnold taking the keys from President Trump. <laughs> it would be so That'd sweet. Be awesome. And then he he gets out his Conan sword and chops his head off. <laughs> yeah, he holds it up to everybody. <laughs> right. And this time everyone cheers. Oh, uh, okay. We're just kidding. We don't mean that. <laughs> we're gonna get, we're gonna get contacted right by the Secret Service, no. and they'll they'll no. say yes, that's a great idea. No, um, anyway, so uh, yes, but there, so he's getting getting out, being active, and and yes, so if your state has a measure like this, then you know definitely you know vote vote to get that in place so that they can so we can have. So, so you can, because people feel powerless. Like they already feel like, oh, my vote doesn't matter, and you know, because it's like, what does it matter? One vote. So, but you put on top of that just the gerrymandering, where you, you know, if you're in a certain area, like it's already skewed one heavily one way or the other. So it's like your your vote really has a, a little little value then so it gives power back to the voters if you have the district lines fairly made so that you know everyone gets a fair share so that's what it should be but yep so elections coming up uh let's see so he went so speaking of the gerrymandering thing so we they had the contest and uh, a winner was selected so we got right. to see. And uh, which one of the three of us was it? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yes. Wow. <laughs> right. Dang Unfortunately, it. they did not select one of us. Um, but that's okay. We get to see Arnold so much. You know, we'll, we'll, that's we'll very be gracious. true. Share the love a little bit. They know. actually did select me, but I was like, no, it's okay. <laughs> give right. it, give it to a fan that hasn't seen Arnold a million times, right. <laughs> and it'll be that much more meaningful. Um, so yes, the, the the guy who won is uh, Michael K, uh, and he's a physical therapist from New Jersey. And uh, and he does happen to be a lifelong fan of Arnold, so this is a a true Arnold fan is the winner. So that's always good. Um, that's awesome. Way to go, Michael! If you're hearing us, yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe he's listening to the podcast, um, or heck, he he could be on his way to Budapest at, right now too, 
because Arnold is headed back there after doing all these things. And they only have, I don't know, another week or two weeks uh, to, to film because that's wrapping up pretty soon. Um, so, yeah, so he could be on his way pretty pretty shortly. Um, yeah, it said he had never given a political donation before. Uh, in fact, and he just had a rough idea of what gerrymandering was. But uh, he saw Arnold's you know post about it. And, uh, he looked, you know, looked into it, said it looked like a worthy cause and everything. So, so he made the donation and it's definitely paying off for him. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Um, he says he's been an avid follower of Arnold since he was young, calling him Superman and the epitome of the American dream. And, uh, Arnold's background in fitness inspired Michael's career in physical therapy. So he's got that. That connection, kind of Arnold guiding, you know, his choice in in careers. So, so very, very cool. So, Michael, enjoy your time with the Terminator himself, and uh, hopefully, we'll hear all about it once it's uh, once he's he's done the visit. Be nice to uh, to either, you know, if they, you know, if Arnold Arnold will probably post a video or something with Michael and that kind of thing, and then we mm-hmm. can maybe get a story about it. Uh, we'll see if we can get a hold of Michael and get him on the podcast to talk about it. That'd be cool. So just gonna have to look for Michael K's. Michael K. <laughs> yeah. We don't know his last name, but no, I'm, sure, I'm sure, I'm yeah. sure, one way or another, we'll we'll find him. <laughs> We've got his picture. You know, they show, they show a picture of him. That's it. Do a Google reverse. Google, yeah, <laughs> yeah, face recognition. You can't tie it anywhere these days. So. No, no. <laughs> it's, it's scary, but it's, you know, it's, it's, it's nice. <laughs> Arnold's army will find you, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, man. That's good. <sighs> All right. Anyway, so that yeah, that's that's cool. Cool that uh, a true Arnold fan got selected, and he's gonna have his his lifelong dream come true to, to meet Arnold. Um. So that was awesome. Um, we'll see, and uh, and in other uh other other stories of uh getting to meet your getting to meet Arnold. He also made uh, an appearance this past week at uh, the uh, Comic Con um, in uh, where was it again? Alamo. The Alamo. That's right, Texas. Whoa. Um, so yes, Alamo City Comic Con. Uh, he this is his first like uh, Comic Con appearance where he was like you know, available for photos and autographs and all that kind of stuff. He's done, like, you know, panel appearances before, but uh, this is like, you know, he's full into Comic-Con in this one, and you could go and uh, get a photo and, and meet Arnold, so that's that's pretty cool. Um, as we, you know, we mentioned when, when they made the announcement, it's, it was definitely a hefty price tag, you know, but but, you know... That's it's it's Arnold Schwarzenegger, mm-hmm. so you know it's well worth it. It uh, yep. makes it so that you know if you got got the got the money for it, then you can can meet him. So that's 
That's cool. And it looks like he had a, g- a good time there. Um, yeah, you know, we we had a couple guys that uh, uh, are friends of the Arnold fans uh, that went there and uh, met him, and uh, they had a blast. Um, I think uh, what it was it John S was there. It's an- another. Uh, uh-huh. John and uh, but yeah, Schwarzenegger. Uh, oh, and Sandal Bergman was there. So oh, awesome! He got to, oh, his cool. Conan poster signed by both of them. Um, very very cool. Uh, he says that uh, his his real life presence uh, every bit matches his movie star charisma. He was very friendly and went out of his way to make everyone comfortable. And he did not rush and made sure to give everyone some of his time. So that's really cool. That sounds like the Arnold I know. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, nice. It's just, it's just crazy how cool he is with fans. Yes. You know? Takes his time and, you know, mm-hmm. does uh, makes, makes a personal connection with, uh, with each one. Oh, and it says John uh, told Arnold that he wishes he could be our president. And then uh, in response to that, Arnold smiled and said, I'll be back. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. It was a great classic Arnold response to that. Um, And then Arnold was also at uh, a panel during the uh, Comic-Con. And uh, we we also got a a quick little quote on uh, his filming Terminator 6. Where he said, "Right oh. now, just ending in Budapest, Terminator 6. Um, so we got, uh, you know, and then we also heard that. Um, what does it say here? Oh yes, there was a Hungarian uh, fan, uh, Attila, that uh, that met up with um, Gabriel Luna." Who plays another a different T eight hundred? Who confirmed that they're into the final week of shooting? So, so yes. So we got uh, so yeah, definitely wrapping up there. They got like one week left, and uh, and that's it. That's a wrap on T six. Wow! Yes, that's awesome. I heard it's going to be a no, like a November first uh, release. They they put they pushed a little earlier. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It says it's scheduled for t- November first, twenty nineteen. Now, so they have that's great. We get exactly, it all sooner. Almost exactly one. Oops, one year from from right now. Um, yeah. We'll be headed to the theaters to see a new Terminator movie. So they must like what they're seeing in the dailies then. I actually have that much confidence. Yes, exactly. It's uh, looking pretty good there. Um, so good, good stuff. Arnold uh, doing his doing his thing with the fans. Um, oh yeah, there was a video too that Arnold posted from the con. Uh, let me find that one. Uh, here we go. Yeah. He's uh, signing a a table full of Conan swords. That <laughs> is, that's just really awesome. 
Yeah. Here he is. Well, I'm right here at Comic-Con having a great time. The first thing that I'm doing right now is signing a lot of memorabilia. As you can see, this is the Conan sword. And you know something? This almost looks as real as the one that I used in the Conan movie. It's unbelievable. Almost the same weight, everything. So it's really fantastic to see that. And to sign this memorabilia, I'm going to sign masks and skulls and all kinds of things. And it will be so fantastic. I'm going to have a great time. And on top of it, we're going to do a Q&A and a photo session. with on 1,400 people. It's going to be a record. Yes, nice. That's right. So a record of, I don't know, the, the 1,400 people was Guys. like how many photos he's taking? <laughs> I don't yeah, know. I yeah, I think it was. It must be, because, yeah, because it, it's like, I mean, obviously there's, a, you know, thousands of people attending the con, but but that seems like a large number for the, the for a photo op uh, opportunity, so... Yeah, so that would be pretty impressive if he's, you know, he's basically, you know, staying there all day long doing photos and meet and greets. Um, so, yes, that's nice. And here's, let's see, here's another one here about uh, after school all stars, I think. Happy birthday, San Antonio. 300 years. That is unbelievable. I mean, this is much older than the United States. And it's a fantastic city, great jobs, great weather, great people, everything great, and a great after-school program. Congratulations. Hasta la vista, baby. Yeah, there you go. San Antonio, yeah. 300 years. That's, that is pretty old. <laughs> it is, yep. Not as old as Yoda, but it's getting up there. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> So it looks like he had a fun time there at, uh, at the Comic-Con. It's funny. Every time I think of the Alamo, it reminds me of uh, the Pee-wee's Big Adventure when they <laughs> go to the Alamo. <laughs> yes, yes. Exactly. The Alamo in the basement of the Alamo, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> and he finds out they don't have a basement. Um, yes, that's good. Um, yes, I've, I've not, not been to the Alamo. Have you guys been there? No. No, sadly, yeah. no. Yeah. But I remember it. Right. Remember, always, always remember the Alamo. You, you can't forget. <laughs> can't forget. <laughs> remember the Alamo. All right. Um, so yeah, so he made, made those appearances. Um, he also just just uh, in the past uh, day went to a uh, climate uh, uh, conference or a meeting. Uh, the what do they call it? COP twenty four. Um, this uh, this whole gathering of uh, of uh, to discuss climate and different things. It's uh, um, they call it the LA. What is, what is this? LAC incubator. So he he went to his whole room well, full of people. That, uh... Yeah, let's see what he's saying here. He's he's kind of wrapping up this this whole room full of people like discussing the different aspects of uh climate change and what can be done. Um 
Yeah. And then Arnold's kind of wrapping everything up here, I believe. Let's see. Let's, I don't know. I'll skip to a part of it, see what he's saying. ...about financing. But when the mayor of some little town doesn't know about it, that this technology exists and that there's actually financing for this technology and it could make money back and then later on be profitable and on and on and on. We don't have anything. And uh, this is why it is so important for us to concentrate as much as possible on getting this information out there. I've just recently met with three prime ministers, not because of uh, environmental issues, but one of them is because I'm filming in Hungary, so I met the Hungarian Prime Minister. And when I told him about our environmental work, he was fascinated and he did not know some of the stuff that was available and that was going on. And he was highly interested in the subject, wanting also to do something about you know, green technology in his country. The same was also the case when I met with the Prime Minister of the Ukraine. I happened to go there from Budapest to do a speech there, a motivational speech, and um, met then with uh, my friend Klitschko, who is the mayor of Kiev and uh, world boxing champion, uh, turned politician, interesting thing. And, uh, <laughs> and, and then the prime minister there, and, and, and we met, we had lunch, and, we t and they then started talking about the environmental issues. And what we're doing, invited them uh, to our Vienna conference, uh, environmental conference that we have every year there, uh, together with the Austrian government. And he was in kind of like, oh, I can't wait to come there. Uh, I'm interested to learn about it. And there were so many things that I shared with him that he didn't know. So the, my, I walked away from that, um, and I said to myself, you know, meeting these leaders uh, and uh, meeting the mayors and all this, here's people that don't know. And these are smart people and they're, they're really interested in one thing, and this is to make their state or their country better. And they don't know. And so I think that's what we have to concentrate on, and this is why we started our digital legislative handbook, to share information with people. Because it's very important for them to know that, uh, like in Algeria, when we went to Algeria, uh, with the R20, when the prime minister there said, How, what can we do with our garbage? And this goes back to what you said. I mean, he was like blown away when Terry said to him, he says, well, your garbage and your waste can become an asset. And he said, what? How do you do that? So he didn't know. So we then exposed that country to how to separate garbage and how to go and use garbage for energy. And uh, so that does, does have really key, uh, this is a key issue is to get the information out there through technology, now we have the technology, and to put that out there uh, and, and, and really let everyone in the world know that it exists. It's like no different than selling a movie or selling the idea of fitness and bodybuilding or selling a political philosophy. It, no matter what you do in life and no matter what profession you're in, you have to sell and you have to communicate. Otherwise, the, the whole thing is you, you, you are spending a lot of time and wasting a lot of time. So I think that's one thing we have to concentrate on. Nice. I love it. So he's, yeah, it's, it's very just, it's, it's amazing. He's got this really good perspective on, you know, what it takes to to accomplish something because it's like, yeah, it's, it's like, it's, it's good to have these ideals about, 
you know, the environment and whatever, but, but the, the, like you said, you have to sell the idea, right? Right. So yeah. you, you, you got to, to be kind of market it and everything. So his, his whole experience with, you know, movie promotion and all that comes into play. Like you, you have to sell something to the people so they'll get involved and, and get passionate about it. So, um, so different ways of, of going that about, and it's just amazing. Like, you know, he just, you know, rattles off like meeting with all these prime ministers of different countries and, 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 <laughs> you know, Hungary, you know, Hungary and, you know, whatever, you know, Germany and different places. And he's just, he's, he's constantly just traveling around the world and, and, uh, and chatting with, uh, these world leaders and different things. So it's like, he he literally is like kind of doing the job of a president of the United States, even though he's not one. Like he's kind of, you know, just taking it upon himself to uh to to do what do what he can to to spread information and, and share things and, and get ideas from other people. So it's a great great thing that he's doing there. So I agree. Very, very nice. Um, let's see. What else? What else is he up to? <laughs> Did I cover all the uh, all the events he went to? It's crazy. He's been busy guy. Fired. Let's see. Got any other links here? Place. Terminate gerrymandering. Yeah, we got that. Um. Oh, he did another thing at the Schwarzenegger Institute too. Um, huh? stopped by USC, and he he had a um. Said today we are celebrating the life of my dear friend and advisor Bonnie Rice. Uh, but she didn't want a memorial, so I'm joining a conversation between former opponents David Axelrod and Steve Schmidt about bridging the divide in our country. Bonnie would have loved it. Tune in. So they had a live uh, live stream of this that was looks like o- over an hour of uh, of chatting with uh, with the three of them um, and discussing about uh, what would you know are divided because we we do have a crazy you know political divide and everything in our country right now and. Um, so instead of wasting time, you know, yelling at each other, it's, it's, you know, he's kind of helping to do something more constructive and seeing how, what we can do to fix it. Right. Um, so that's nice. Let's see if I, I don't know. There's so much, so much here. I'll see if I can get a, uh, get a good clip from here. See what Arnold's in the world because 50 years ago when I came over here, it was exactly 50 years ago, I had a tremendous desire to come to America because it was known as the greatest country in the world. The day when I travel around the world, it doesn't matter what continent I go to. People are still coming up to me and can you help me get to America? I want to get to California. I want to get to America. They don't say, can you help me get to the Middle East? They don't say, can you help me go to Russia? They don't come to me and say, can you help me go to Africa or any of those places around the world? They say, I want to go to Africa. So I just want to go and put this in perspective. 
We are still the number one country in the world, the greatest economic power, the greatest military power, uh, the greatest opportunities, the most inclusive people in the world, all of those kind of things. Yes, we have those fights, and we got to resolve those fights. And I think the only way we can do that is by getting up and doing something about it and, and, and terminating once and for all gerrymandering. There you go. Bring it back to, right. to gerrymandering. That's good. That's definitely, good. Definitely something that'll help. But, uh, but yes, that's, that's one thing Arnold has never, you know, wavered in the fact that America is really great, you know, and that's, we have, we've got our problems and whatnot, but uh, but it's still the the greatest country in the world. So um, it's nice to to keep that perspective. Um, all right, cool. So I think that catches us up on uh, most of Arnold's doings. Yes, very nice. So, uh, yeah, so let's, uh, let's do our, our, uh, our, uh, our fun, spectacular, uh, Halloween, uh, features here. <clears throat> we can, uh, we'll do, so we're gonna do a top five. And, uh, we decided, now I, d I kind of thought this was, this may be similar to one we've done in the past, but I don't know. It's been a few years, um, and I think we are slightly different. So we, I, I thought we'd do the top five uh, most gruesome deaths in an Arnold movie. Um, and, uh, yes, we'll see where that takes us. So... Gruesome deaths because there are some uh, some pretty uh, pretty nice <laughs> and bloody uh, deaths that that happen. It doesn't not necessarily. I mean, Arnold could be the one dealing the death, or it could be you know the bad guy killing someone or anything. So, but it just has to be gruesome. That's the only <laughs> the only. The only uh, uh, you know, hard rule there. So let's see if now I have a few things. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we'll go. We'll start. Uh, I'll start us off. I guess. We'll go. Number five gruesome death. I'm gonna say. Buzzsaw from The Running Man. <laughs> because, you know, he had to split. <laughs> <laughs> and when you split with a chainsaw going straight up your middle, then that's that's pretty uh pretty nasty. Um so yes, I thought I thought that was a pretty good contender for gruesome death. Um and uh, he may, he makes him sing at the same time, you know. It's that it's that high pitch note. <laughs> so, so yes, Buzzsaw's death in the Running Man is mine. So let's go to uh, Brandon next. All right. So my number five 
My number five here is uh, from the little film called Sabotage. Ah. Uh, I wanted to be. I wanted to think of some stuff that you guys might not think of, Good. and then just you know, kind of give a, a nice rounded list here. Sure. Uh, so this one uh, from that movie is the death of Pyro on railroad tracks. I don't know if you remember that at all. He oh, wakes up. Yes, right. And he's like, what the hell? And you know, he tried. He tries to get out of his little, I guess, trailer thing, and it's locked. Right. And all of a sudden, a train comes by and reams him. <laughs> and then you start seeing body parts all over. So I thought that was a pretty cool, uh, gruesome death. I'm from a you know fairly recent Arnold movie. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's a good one. Sabotage. Yeah, there was a lot. There was some. Uh, Quite a bit of blood in that one. Yeah, um, there was. Because yeah, don't they have to go go to the um, go go look at that and it's like like just parts are dripping from different areas <laughs> right. of the room and yeah, yeah, yeah it's nasty. So, exactly. All right, excellent. All right, Shai, what do you got? All right, so mine's mine's kind of humorous for my number five. <laughs> uh, the subject is called the the, the w- worst way of dying. Actually, is called the Conehead, and that's from the movie Last Action Hero. When <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> when Jack Slater Jack Slater's getting after finding that his second cousin has been you know blown up in the house of his. They're getting it's a high speed chasing, and all of a sudden, there's like an ice cream truck that blows up, and Arnold responds, "Ice that guy, cone of phrase." (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's an awesome moment. And I can't think of a crazier way to die. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, impaled by an ice cream cone. It's pretty good. Oh yeah, that's uh, that's pretty bad. Pretty bad. (laughs) Or is it sweet? Oh, <laughs> yes. That's good. That's from a, a lifetime of watching Arnold one-liners. You can think of these things. Yes, <laughs> that helps. All right. Um, yes. All right. I will go for my next one. Um, yeah, I'm going to go to uh, End of Days. Um, oh, which definitely which? got some bloody deaths there, um, and the uh, the the priest or father or whatever uh, that uh, Aquinas, I think, Thomas Aquinas, Thomas Aquinas, <laughs> and uh, he has a, a gruesome death that you you don't see the death itself, but uh, he's you know pinned to the ceiling of the hospital, whatever he's in. Um, yeah. because Gabriel Byrne uh, gets to him. Um, and, yeah, that's pretty freakish. Uh, <laughs> that is. And if you think about it, technically, he's not dead yet. He's dying when he's hanging up there, because when the other guy from oh, that yes. old Nickelodeon show comes in, <laughs> he pops him in the head when he when he wakes up. That's so, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's when he really dies. Can you imagine hanging up there like that? Yeah, still alive and that's, then just dying slowly. That is uh, so. Overall, that is one of the most gruesome deaths I'd say. It's horrible from Arnold's films. Good. All right. Okay, Brandon's next one. All right. So uh, my next one here is from a little film called uh, Total Recall. 
Yes. And this movie has a lot, you know, a lot of death in it. <laughs> a lot sure. of mayhem. Uh, but I went with Verhoeven. the, uh, maybe the one of the biggest moments is Cohagen death. Yes. He is out in the uh, elements of Mars and his body is literally bursting, being <laughs> ripped apart. Uh, it's pretty awesome. So if you haven't seen it, what the hell's wrong with you? Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's one of the this? best uh, deaths in cinema, maybe. Yes. Uh, you know, just because it's pretty crazy to see just somebody's whole body pretty much, I don't know what you call it, imploding <laughs> or exploding or yes. what is that? Well, yeah, I think uh, that uh, I think someone uh, in Mythbusters or someone may have uh, said like, "Well, that's not exactly what would happen to your body on Mars," um, right? But you know, for for, uh, for certainly for cinematic effect, I think it worked pretty well <laughs> when your eyeballs bulge out and pop out of your head. And, yeah. Uh, and yeah, you have a entire body aneurysm or whatever. Um, it's pretty good. <laughs> that's right. Uh, but yes, that's that's an excellent one with with Total Recall. Um, yes, he didn't didn't quite didn't quite make it while the uh, the oxygen was getting <laughs> yeah, right. filled up on on Mars. Just a little bit late. All right. <laughs> so, Shai, what's your next one? So, um, four. so actually, my next one is actually from the same movie, uh, Total Recall. And the scene is when um, uh, they have both um, Arnold and uh, Molina. They have both of them back at the recall. Yeah. And, um, you know, Richter's like, oh, I will see you at the party. And then, you know, they're getting all crazy. And next thing you know, um, you know, Arnold starts beating up everybody. And then there's this one scene where it's like either like some type of tool or a bar, but it goes like right. straight through his like, nose and like <laughs> through his like, skull. And he's oh, like, ah, yeah. That one's so, crazy. <laughs> yes. That is a good one. That's that's kind of uh, one of those unexpected uh, impalements. <laughs> right? Yeah. Just like tears off this bar thing and just shoves it through the guy's head. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I love that's it. Awesome. That is a nice one. All right. Um, I guess it's back to me then. Let's see for number three. Hmm. Um, okay, I'm going to say, oh yeah, I'm going to go Commando, and uh, Commando's got, you know, I mean, a lot of guys get shot in Commando, but that's not very gruesome, um, but I'm going to go with Cook's death, um, when they're oh. in the in the apartment or the hotel room. And you know Arnold and and uh, and Cook are having their their fight where you know um, I eat green berries for breakfast and I'm very hungry and yeah. uh, they break through a wall and you know while the the people in the other room are having sex over there or something or or filming a porno I don't know <laughs> um, and then they eventually you know get to, get fight and then uh, Arnold impales Cook. On uh, on the I think the bedpost is that what it is? I think, I think it's the so. bedpost. Yeah. yeah, which is a pretty pretty good feat since you know those those don't tend to be very sharp. But uh, <laughs> but yes, 
Um, but yeah, so Cook impaled on the bedpost in Commando. That's good. That's a good. Nice. That's a good choice. All right. So back to Brandon now. All right. Now this one may be a little. I may be cheating here. Yeah. Um, you'll have to let me know. Okay. Um, but I'm actually going to go with Terminator Two. Mm. And uh, it's actually I just thought of a better one right now, but I'm going to still go with what I thought originally. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> um, it's the moment. Technically, it's a death. When Arnold's character, the T-800, is getting smashed up by the T-1000, literally you see his skin getting ripped off, and he's, right. you know, his arm's gone, and then finally he gets impaled by, uh, you know, by that metal rod, and I just that whole sequence is technically his first death, right? And I thought that was pretty damn gruesome, you know. That Arnold's character goes through a lot. That's uh, true. Torn to hell. Yeah. So that was my third choice. Um, for gruesome, I mean, we've all seen the scene. We know how crazy it is, but that's exactly. what's so fun about Terminators is they can take the abuse and still keep going. Yeah, um, you know, but you still but kind it's of so feel, gruesome. Yeah, you, <laughs> you still kind of feel like, ooh, man, like he, he's really getting torn up, and because you're invested in in you know the character so much by then. It's right. like, oh man, it's like how much abuse can he take? You <laughs> right. know? Yeah. And you know, what's gonna happen, you know, and of course, you know, you you wanna you wanna you wanna think, Oh yes, he's not done, but uh but you know, you you you're not sure at that point. So yeah. um but it's yeah, hard. different parts breaking off and, and and plus you really you it really sells him as a machine um mm-hmm. like you believe that he you know it's it's he's getting these endoskeleton parts torn and his skin torn off and everything and mm-hmm. and you you don't think of him as a human then or a human playing a machine uh right so it's 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 very creditable to Stan Winston and you know the effects artists and everything that did all these physical you know props yes. Of uh, you know, so his the skin was physically tearing off of these, and the blood, and and the, yes, the bullet holes, and all sorts yeah, of the stuff. Endoskeletal parts showing through because it switches between you know Arnold's actual face and then a complete you know um, dummy you know mock-up face where they can yeah. so they can really bash it in without you know <laughs> without doing yeah. it to Arnold. Um, yeah, it looks like they're really going to town too. It's like, right? Dang, that head's getting smushed. It right hold back, yeah. <laughs> so and just some like just the skin, like get you kind of peeling off and like exactly. almost being left on the, the yeah. impalement the hair pieces like, of hair. And ah, stuff. yeah, yeah. It's just it's <laughs> painful good. to watch. Even you know the data could be called pain. Right, <laughs> that is good. That is good. I like it. It's a, it's a unique yeah. one. So, um, all right, Shahi's up then. Yep. Uh, so my third one, it's going to be, um, it's not Terminator 2, but it's actually the original Terminator. Mm. Where uh, our, So when the, the T-800 arrives and approaches the the punks and, you know, wash day, uh, uh, wash day nothing clean right and then he's like mm. clean right and then with his fist he like shoves it right in front like through like the guy's stomach and like pulls it out and his hands was like gush of yes. blood yes. yeah that is classic yeah <laughs> uh, Bill Paxton's death and everything man 
This is crazy. It's a good, good uh, scene right there. Yeah, but that and death in particular is great. Definitely yeah. qualifies for gruesome. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It really does. Get Dang it. And showing that that fist full of blood as he, after he pulls right. it out and stuff. It's like, yeah. yeah. And the guy's like, "All right, I'll take out my clothes." <laughs> right. right. <laughs> He's like, I'm not. I'm not yeah, resisting yeah, here. No problem. But yeah. Very nice. Good choice. Very good choice. Original Terminator. You know, it's it's simple, but it's effective. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It doesn't have to be like long or protracted. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's see. What's my next one then? So we're in number two. Um. Yes. Okay. I'm gonna go. Um. Killing Gunther now. Um, oh. It's a newer oh. newer one. And uh, and I'm just gonna go with the death of Izat, who is the guy known as the Crusher. Um, he's got the you know the metal fist thing, and because uh, I I just thought it was great. It was it was it was a poetic death because he is crushed to death by his own hand. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, but yeah, it just see it it feels gruesome to me because of like imagining it happen to you like where you can't control your hand and then <laughs> it's around your neck and you your neck just gets crushed to death um so yeah, yeah it's that visceral kind of uh of like kind of thing um so yeah i liked izad's death on that so, great choice there so there we go a more very recent one Effect. Yeah, it's most recent. It was a fun one too. You know, it was a fun death. Yeah, you gotta be careful with technology. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, all right. So, Brandon, what's your number two? All right, my number two is uh, getting up there, also uh, in par with some of my favorite Arnold movies of all time. But mm-hmm. uh, this one is going back to Conan the yep. Barbarian. Nice. And uh, this one for me is. A classic, I'm sure it made it almost made it onto some of your guys' list, or maybe it is your number one. But this is uh, Thalsa Doom's beheading scene. Yes, uh, <laughs> you know, he's he's kind of trying to mesmerize Arnold's character, and Arnold, you think, oh my God, is Arnold going to fall for it? Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, no, nope, Arnold snaps right out of it and cho- starts chopping away yep. until that head is detached, and he's holding it out in front of the crowd. Yeah, and then he just tosses it down. I would say that is one of the most gruesome deaths of all time in Arnold's movies. <clears throat> yes, indeed, yeah, can't argue and, with that. And it's such an iconic uh, scene. I mean, when he's holding Thalsa, uh, Thalsa Doom's like head and has like the half crushed sword. Right. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, just visually, it's it, uh, in a gruesome way. It's beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The cinematography of uh, of a decapitated head is yeah is, is yeah is the, because then the, you know yeah it's it's focusing on the crowd below and, and and like Arnold's kind of you know in the out of focus you know with the head and everything. Um, yeah, but yeah, that is good. And then he tosses the head, of course, and it tumbles down and it makes makes kind of a weird yeah gross sound of tumbling down with a skull um so so yeah everything about that is is quite good um yes 
Excellent choice there. All right. Uh, let's see. Then Shahi, number two. So number two. Um, so, again, I think it's one of the movies that Arnold has one of the most gruesome scenes besides Commando. And we've already mentioned it twice already, but I have to say it again. It's Total Recall again. Yes. So, ah. so, so uh, poor uh, Douglas Quaid, you know, he always gets um he gets screwed in anything he does, mm-hmm. whether it be, uh, whether it be, uh, you know, going to recall, like going to recall. And then his like coworker tries killing him and all that stuff. But the scene I'm really talking about is, uh, when he kills Benny and, uh, hey. so pretty much with, with Benny, uh, screwing him so many times. Mm-hmm. It's when, it's when, um, I guess Benny's trying to kill both Melina and, uh, Douglas Quaid from getting into the reactor and Arnold grabs his like tool, this like drilling tool. Hmm. And, uh, you know, Benny is like, I'm coming for you, baby. And like all this like stuff. And next thing you know, he's like, Betty, screw you. And then all of a sudden (laughs) you you see this like drill going through the, the machine and just like really like nailing him. Like probably, I don't know in the nads or in the stomach or something. But I'm not <laughs> yeah. It's hard to tell where it is. <laughs> <laughs> but you just see him like shaking right. and then like he pulls the machine and it's like dripping a dripping of blood. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just oozing good. out. Uh, yes, that's classic Benny. <laughs> a, a deserved death too, because of how right. Benny, Benny double crossed him. So Good. All right. Very good choice. I guess we're we're to the number one now. All right. Um, well, my number one, as uh, as Brandon, you called it, is the Conan decapitation. Yes. Um, Thulsa Doom just getting chopped up, and uh, yeah, I mean, I you know don't have too much to add, but uh, just that I. I think what makes it extra good is that it's not just one clean chop of the head, right? But yeah. it takes a couple, <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, it's, it's re- it adds some painful. realism, right? Yeah, yeah. it adds. It's like yeah. because yeah, you, you wouldn't be able to just chop in one go. You have to like hack at that a little bit. So yeah, and the way it's the muscle and tendons, right, and bone. There's a lot to get through. <laughs> And then the yeah. blood, you know, it's like spurts out of his neck as he's like gets chopped the first time, and it's just yes, yes it's deliciously gruesome. Um, and <laughs> uh, another one, you know, and, and it's satisfying because it's like, yes, this guy had it coming, you know, <laughs> he like right. he killed Conan's family and everything, and you know, it's yeah. Like, so it's you killed that. my mother. You <laughs> killed my father. You killed my people. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So very, very fitting. So yes, good. Yeah, very good choice. It's also doom. So Brandon, I'm I'm interested what your number one is now. All right. Now I'll be honest here. I'm I changed my number one while we're in the <laughs> podcast because you already picked it. Okay. Um, it was the buzzsaw kill, but I thought, hold on a minute. Yeah. Let's think outside the box here. It's Halloween time. Sure. And what's a staple of some of the old, you know, Halloween movies of, uh, you know, uh, like the black and white area? And it's the pitchfork mob, right? Mm. So I was thinking, huh, pitchforks are kind of like synonymous with, you know, old horror movies and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, okay. And also there's, in, uh, in 
Friday the 13th part two, Jason uses a pitchfork. Yeah. I was trying to think how, when has Arnold ever used a pitchfork? And I remember back in, in Commando, if you remember, Shed hmm. scene. Everybody knows what I'm talking about when you say that. Yes. The guy, the first guy that comes up to the door to investigate, you're thinking, okay, what the hell is Arnold going to do? He's in the shed. The guy opens the door and Arnold swings down from the ceiling and impales the guy with a pitchfork. Right. I mean, and it's like such a quick, fast motion. It's like, holy crap, I did not expect that. Yeah. And I just thought that was such a cool moment. Because uh, you're not really expecting, you know, it's like he's using his surroundings yep. uh, to, to right. kind of defeat the enemy, which I think is just great. Um, you know, it's just so that moment in particular, because of a surprise and it's, I don't know, just it, the, the yeah. t- instrument of death is very unexpected. Right. You know, yes. But it's, but in a way, it's a classic. So, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Exactly. That's my number one choice. I'm sort of trying to think outside the box. Well, and to add to that, there's actually three for that specific scene, there's three parts back to back. That's uh, true. Because after the pitchfork, he has the blade and like throws it and, it chopped yes. up part of that guy's head. And then I'm not sure if this was a deleted scene or what, but then also there's a guy that gets his arm decapitated too. Yeah, like that. yeah. Yes. Um, so that so. was like back to back to back gruesome. Yeah. That's right, right. I was trying to pone in on one, but you're right. It's <laughs> almost like a three for one. Right, right. Know, in that scene. So because that's... really all the all those goons are interchangeable anyway. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, you're right. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so, and then he starts mowing people down with a, a you know a, a machine gun. So, right, that's even more deaths. So that, that whole sequence There's, really is just a the quantity of you death know is a, pretty good. An homage yeah. to death. Yeah, yeah, it's just nice. <laughs> All right, <So>. nice, <laughs> very nice. And Jahi, what is yours? All right, so my number one. Again, it has to do with another film that I guess I guess it's my favorite film. I, mm-hmm. I think most of my gruesome scenes it's coming from this film. It's uh, again from Total Recall. Yes, so, uh, hey, so, lots of gore in that movie. <laughs> it's when uh, you know Arnold's one of Arnold's most famous scenes is when he's uh, fighting uh, Richter on the on the lift, right? And being yes. the crap out of each other, and then you know. Um, they're fighting, and next you know, um, their arms are like locked in, but like they look up, and you know, mm-hmm. the I guess the building, or I don't know what it's called, but it was about to get close where it cuts off, and then it just chops off, yeah. uh, it chops off Rick's arms. But the, the gruesome scene from that part is just like when he's falling down, you see his arms just like, <laughs> right, yeah, stubby, his stubby arms, Stubs. there. Yeah. <laughs> And then Arnold's just holding the the <laughs> arms you know, in his hand, and you can see like you know it's really gruesome. And then he throws the arms like, "See at the potty, Richter." Yeah, like you yeah, know, yeah. seeing yeah. that it's like all bloody, and you know, but it's just that scene, like the whole thing. I mean, yeah. like who that? I mean, it makes me fear riding elevators sometimes. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. you know, if you, you always think like, uh, okay, if you get stuck in an elevator or something, and it's uh, you know, it's like stuck between floors so if you're like halfway right. you know and you try to open the doors and if, if you're climbing out and it starts moving that's that fear it's like you, you get chopped in half <laughs> or something yeah yes decapitated <laughs> yes never good nope nope yes machines plus you know 
people stuck in them <laughs> does not work out well. <laughs> not good. Not yes. good. Uh, that reminds me, what I was going through for my list, I mm-hmm. did see an, uh, a quick scene from uh, Raw Deal where Arnold is going through that gravel pit and he's just mowing people down. And one guy falls into the rock grinder oh, or something. It's just like, right. oh, that is pretty right. bad. That almost made my list, but it was, it was such a quick thing. There's no real gore. Right. It's just yeah. concept. Is pretty crazy. Yeah. So there's lots of great, great stuff to choose from. So I'd love to hear what the listeners' mm-hmm. favorite, you know, deaths are out there. Top gruesome deaths. Yes. Yes. Let us know. Kind of get us, give us uh, some deaths at uh, at uh, Arnold Radio News on Twitter, um, and we'll uh, we'll recap any others we get we get in b- before the next show. Um, but yeah, yeah. I had I had, I had a couple other uh honorable mentions. Um the one another one, uh, one you that Shahi didn't say from Total Recall because there are so many that you <laughs> you could go with there. Yeah. Um is the guy who gets shot uh when Arnold's going up the escalator. Um and oh, yeah. uses as a human shield. For, Meat shield. Yes, going yes. back and forth, <laughs> so he continually gets shot up with more more yeah. bullets. And then to add insult to injury, he gets stomped on by everyone when he gets tossed <laughs> to the ground. That's with great. The, with a a gruesome squish sound as they step <laughs> on him. <laughs> oh man, that's brutal. Gross. Yeah. That's that's whoever that guy is. He doesn't even get a name, you know. He's just right. a nameless extra guy that, that's <laughs> just in the wrong place at the wrong time. Uh, ah. But yeah, I like that one. Um, what else did I have? Another one here. Uh, oh, there was another good end of days one uh, mm. where uh, the um, the whoever like the Christine's. Uh, nanny or you know the the whoever the old lady was that lives with her uh yeah gets uh gets uh, impaled on a glass table i think it is oh right yeah oh yeah i remember her uh, it gets broken yeah arnold's fighting with her because you know she's part of the the weird cult you know with the with the devil and everything um but yeah she gets like chopped with a you know sharp broken glass table and and that's pretty gross (laughs) and the devil falling out of a window that's pretty crazy yeah getting blown up at the end you know it's pretty much like a rotting corpse at that point (laughs) yeah pretty crazy gets a lot of a lot of things done to him um but yeah good good list that's that's nice I was gonna say I had an on, I have one oh, honorable. Yep, you got humor. another one. Yeah. Okay. So this is, this is another humor one, like similar to the you know getting killed by an ice cream cone. Right. Uh, it's actually in the movie Eraser. So in, in the in the morning, I guess they were at the, one of the houses, and the guy's going through the fridge, mm-hmm. and like he pops a chicken wing in his mouth, but as soon as he opens like the freezer door, like like he gets crushed by the freezer door. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and Arnold like breaks his neck or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great one. Yeah, I like that. Yes. And then uh fun. That whole old intro to that movie is great, you know. It me. is. It is. 
good. <laughs> a lot of rapid death there. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, all right, cool. I like it. A lot of bloody, gross, disgusting kills. But that's what makes Halloween so fun, <laughs> is thinking about these <laughs> things. Um, cool. All right. So for our next little segment, I thought uh, instead of another top list or whatever, we'll just pick one thing. But this, I thought we would say... So, you know, Halloween is a time of, you know, horror movies and especially when there's a uh, crazy killer on the loose. Um, And Arnold hasn't done, you know, a lot of horror type films. You know, we mentioned, of course, End of Days and uh, and Terminator. You could certainly, you know, count as a horror film. Yeah. uh, so I'm going to kind of exclude that one from this, but I w- I want I thought we'd pick the best Arnold character that would that would work well uh, in a slasher killer role. So he gets his his own separate movie, but it's the same character, but he, he's a crazy killer. So what <laughs> what character do you think would uh, would lend itself well? Um, in this this type of uh, movie. So. Well, I personally... You want me to go ahead? Yeah, why don't you go ahead and start. Uh, I went with uh, John Matrix ah. from uh, Commando. I thought, what if he lost his daughter and so now he snaps mm-hmm. and now he's got... You know, this is somebody that can smell somebody from a mile away. You know, <laughs> right. he's got all these all these skills to pretty much defeat anybody he wants. And so now he's just like, he's lost the one thing he holds dear to him. So now nothing matters. And he right. just starts creepily showing up in people's, you know, uh, I mean, who knows? Who knows what the story <laughs> could be? I just think he has the skill set to really kind of be almost like a shadow. Right. And, and taking people out in kind of strange and mysterious ways you could take a garden hose and choke somebody to death you know what i mean mm-hmm. somebody that could literally use his surroundings Certainly. to kind of slash people up uh very efficiently and then disappear without a trace you know right and that's sort of what slashers do they come in they slaughter and then they're gone for somehow and they're gone really quickly <laughs> right. and so this is something that that character i think could uh could encompass very well i like it yes I think that's a good choice. He certainly got the skill, and uh, and yeah, like you said, I mean, we saw it with the the shed scene we talked about. Yeah, that's, right. That's basically right. A, yeah how a slasher would would uh, dispose of <laughs> a bunch of people in a shed. So, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Good one. All right. So John Matrix is killer. Um, Shahi, what did you come up with? <coughs> This is kind of like a slasher. Um, it, you know, it's, it's Halloween themed, but, um, you know, if I were to rewrite it, it was a great movie, but if I were to rewrite it, mm-hmm. I'm actually be the movie Maggie. Yeah. So, you know, uh-huh. so with Maggie, like, you know, I know the story is, you know, his daughter is, you know, infected with the virus and, mm-hmm. you know, you know, it's a post-apocalypse time, but just what if like, you know, he just went on a on a just like on the killing uh rampage like his 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 uh 
you know, his daughter, you know, gets gets sick, he kill, kills a daughter, the next thing you know, like, he's like, all right, I'm gonna kill these motherfuckers, or stuff, so like, these, like, zombies, excuse my language, and just <laughs> go, it just goes on a crazy rampage, yeah. and starts, like, creating, like, traps, and, like, right. you know, explosives, and just, like, goes all crazy and stuff, and then at the very end, just to kind of throw a little twist on it, it's like, you see Arnold turning into turning into a zombie at the very end, like, he gets affected. and then, and then he starts, you know, he, obviously he's like a, like a walking dead character, but it would have been kind of like a nice twist to it. Mm-hmm. Like he got affected yeah. and then slowly he was turning into him, and all of a sudden he just starts munching on people. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and we got a Maggie two script waiting to be written here. Ooh, yes. <laughs> Maggie two, the reckoning. all right yes because yes he would be pissed off and uh after his daughter dying kind of you know the same kind of uh uh catalyst that you were talking about with commando if if he lost his daughter (laughs) that could make someone go crazy that's Uh, right yeah, but yes. I mean, I think the the film you're describing would have been the zombie movie we all sort of right. dreamed Arnold was we going kind, to make. Yeah, you know? we kind of expected like <laughs> oh, he's going to kick some zombie ass now. Right. But, we got a little bit of it with some axe killing, but right. You know, imagine that times ten. <laughs> you know I mean, that's what Arnold. That's what he should do next if he's going to do a zombie movie again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so where he's mowing down zombies. Right, Arnold. You know, go a little more tra- traditional, yeah. That'd be cool. Yes, very nice. And, and it pretty much kind of like the one scene that kind of reminds me of that is uh, kind of like end of days when he's when he's trying to kill the devil and he's like shooting, he's shooting at the devil like all the times, and then like it was like towards the end, and you could see like the devil's head, like um, yeah. there's like a gash of blood, and you remember that scene. Oh yeah, for sure. Right. Mm-hmm. That kind of reminds me of that. It's like times ten. Obviously, it's kind of like a Resident Evil type right. deal. Yeah, that'd be awesome. All right, cool. Um, all right, my choice for this uh, Arnold as a slasher killer uh, is John Kruger. Oh, John! From Eraser. <laughs> yeah, John! Um, Can't believe you hit me with this cheap nail over a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's great, yeah. So, I was gonna, uh, he was my second choice. All right, yeah, we're thinking so, thinking along the same yeah. lines. Because, like you were saying, like, so there's some characteristics that, yeah, that a, a slasher killer would, would have. And, uh... Yeah. John has these too. I think he has the his ninja-like ability to to sneak into a place and then yeah. uh, exit a place without being detected, um, and get you know get get the surprise on someone. You know, like you were saying that right. that that, uh, that kill with the freezer where he just kind of appears and then uh, quickly dispatches of the guys. You know, kind of. Um, and takes out the rest of them is kind of like uh, a good you know, slasher type scene. Um, yeah. He is uh, he he's able to carry around dead bodies with him. Uh, <laughs> That's true. Also yeah. uh, useful 
Useful he knows how to thing. carry and handle and store a dead body. Yes, he can keep them on ice or, <laughs> or, or go to the morgue if he needs to and grab some. <laughs> right. Um, he can be injured, um, but he recovers very quickly. So yeah. he's, he's kind of like, you know, he's kind of invincible, you know. Um, John, you know, John gets gets uh, shot at. He gets... He gets that screw, th- exploding grenade screw thing in his hand. That yeah, that was like a very, that's a gruesome most, scene right there, but yeah. it's not a death. You right. Know? It's the most painful thing ever. Like, yeah, like that I don't wince very much, but I, I wince every time I see that on screen. It's yes. just, they just, the, the physical props, I guess, that they did, it mm. just, it looks great, you know? Yeah. Arnold's just kind of holding it and he's pulling it out and it's, ah. Yeah, yeah, you can just feel that. Yeah. And then, but then he just kind of, like, in, in any normal person, like, that would just be, debilitating like he wouldn't be able to use that that hand at <laughs> right. all but he just kind of wraps it up and you know after a couple scenes it's kind of like you forget it was there <laughs> right, yeah. he never really acknowledges it again <laughs> right right um but yes so he's able to heal you know recover quickly from injuries um he uh you you know there's there's uh uh, there's there's times where you think he's you know that he might be dead, but he comes back, um, and yeah. uh, so and uh, you know he comes and keeps coming. Uh, he taunts. He likes to taunt people, um, and <laughs> sometimes your your slasher killers, you know, you like to gives gives a little like taunt. Freddy. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Which also, yeah. you know, by coincidence, he shares the last name with. So. <laughs> that's good. <Yeah. laughs> Never made that connection before. John good. Kruger, Freddy Kruger. <laughs> um, so, you know, so maybe there's some family history there. That, you know, yeah, there could be some lineage, get, lineage going on. To get a little like, bit, uh, yeah, get, get a little of that Freddy, Freddy kind of... Uh, uh, so, so, but yeah, you have to like turn to the dark side, you know, it's kind of like get that evil streak right. in him. And of course he can track down anyone. Um, yes. so, so he, you know, he, he keeps a list of all his, his, his people he's erased. So he'd probably just go down that list and start, uh, taking them out. You know, you could also um, change public records, like right, dental exactly. records. Yes. Oh, yeah. Like, Yes. He literally could make his victim disappear. <laughs> they could disappear and yeah, but not no, be no. disappeared. You know what I mean? Right. So be erased. Yeah, it's pretty right. Be erased. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yep. So that'd be a whole you know whole different take on eraser. Like he he will erase yeah. you from existence. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, so I yes. smell a remake. Yes. Please, dear God, nobody remake it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there you go. So that was a, I like it. That's a good choice. Very fun, good. fun, fun little thought experiment on. Uh, yeah, a little what ha- ifs. The Halloween theme. Um, so yes, good time. All right. Well, let's see. I think uh, the the hour is starting to get late. So <laughs> it's the witching, the witching hour, hour is coming up. Yes. yes. <laughs> so um, we're gonna wrap things up. I've got. I've got one more um, uh, thing that I came up with here, and uh, because the other night we were watching different, you know, Halloween specials and things, 
and I um, uh, I thought, oh yeah, the one the one thing I always liked watching was uh, the Simpsons Treehouse of Terror um, episodes. Yes. They, every year I they just do a marathon of that. So oh, nice. They Is there do, a newest episode out already? Or? One. Uh, I th- I watched the newer one, but uh, it was it was like just okay. I didn't you know do it wasn't great or anything. Um, yeah. But uh, but the one that is classic that I remember is uh, is where uh, Homer uh, is plays out the uh, Edgar Allan Poe uh, poem, the the Raven. And, oh yeah, uh, James Earl Jones. Yes, James Earl Jones recites narrating. That's so, great. So I'm going to do uh, a recitation of The Raven, uh, but with uh, Arnold's voice. Nice. So because I thought (laughs) it's kind of thing that seems to fit perfectly with Arnold's accent for some reason. So um, it does, huh? And maybe you know, and maybe we I I threw in a a couple changes here and there to make it a little more appropriate. not a complete rewrite, but but here. So this is the Raven, as told by Arnold, of course. All right. Once upon the midnight dreary, while I pondered weak and weary, over many a quaint and curious volume of forgotten lore, while I nodded, nearly napping, suddenly there came a tapping, as of some, as of some one gently napping, rapping, rapping at my chamber door. Tis some assassin, I muttered, tapping at my chamber door, stalking me, and nothing more. Ah, distinctly I recall it was in the bleak late fall, and each separate dying ember its ghost upon the floor. Eagerly I wished the morrow, vainly I had sought to borrow. From my book's surcease of sorrow, sorrow for the lost Lenore, for the rare and radiant minigun, whom the angels name Lenore, nameless here forevermore. And the pump and crazy chills got following each single kill shot, thrilled me, filled me with fantastic muscles never felt before. So that now to still the beating of my heart, I stood repeating, Tis some assassin entreating entrance at my chamber door. Some poor assassin entreating entrance at my chamber door. (laughs) That it is and nothing more. Presently, my soul grew stronger, hesitating then no longer. Sir, said I, or madam, truly your forgiveness I implore. But the fact is, I was napping, and so gently you came rapping, and so faintly you came tapping, tapping at my chamber door. That I scarce was sure I heard you. Here I opened wide the door. Darkness there, and nothing more. Deep into that darkness peering, long I stood there wondering, fearing, doubting, dreaming, dreams no mortal ever dared to dream before. Like, come on, baby, you know you're the girl of my dreams. But the (laughs) silence was unbroken, and the darkness gave no token, and the only word there spoken was the whispered word, Lenore. This I whispered, and an echo murmured back the word, Lenore, merely this and nothing more. Back into the chamber turning, all my muscles within me burning. Soon again I heard a tapping, somewhat louder than before. 
Surely, said I, surely that is something of my window lattice. Let me see, then, where their at is, and this mystery explore. Let my heart be still a moment, and this mystery explore. Tis a terminator, and nothing more. Mm-hmm. Open, here, open here, I flung the shutter, when with many a flirt and flutter, in there stepped a stately raven of the saintly days of pure. Not the least... Uh-huh. Not the least obeisance made he, not a minute stopped or stayed he, but then with mien of lord or lady perched above my chamber door, perched upon a bust of quadro just above my chamber door, <laughs> perched and shat and nothing more. That's gross. Then this, <laughs> ebony, then this ebony bird beguiling my said fancy into smiling, my, by the grave and stern decorum of the countenance at war, though thy crest be shorn and shove, shaven, thou, I said, art sure no craven, ghostly grim and ancient raven wandering from nightly shore. Tell me what thy lordly name is on the night's Marian. <laughs> Tell me what thy lordly name is on the night's Martian shore. Quoth the raven. I need more. (laughs) Much I marveled this ungainly fowl to hear discourse so plainly, though its answer little meaning, little relevancy bore, for we cannot help agreeing that no living human being ever yet was blessed with seeing bird above his chamber door, bird or beast above the sculptured bust above his chamber door with such name as I need more. But the ravens sitting lonely on the placid bust spoke only those three words as if his soul in those three words he did outpour. Nothing further than he uttered, not a feather than he fluttered, till I scarcely more than muttered, Other foes I've killed before. On the morrow he will leave me, as my stomach makes me queasy. Then the bird said, I need more. Startled at the stillness broken by reply so aptly spoken, doubtless said I, what it utters is its only stock and store, caught from some unhappy master whom unmerciful disaster followed fast and followed faster till his songs one burden bore, till the dirges of his hope that melancholy burden bore, of I need, I need more. But the raven still beguiling all my sad soul into smiling, straight I wheeled a cushioned seat in front of a bird and bust and door. Then upon the velvet sinking I betook myself to linking, fancy unto fancy thinking, what this ominous bird of yore, what this grim, ungainly, ghastly, gaunt, and ominous bird of yore meant in croaking, I need more. This I sat engaged in guessing, but no syllable expressing to the fowl whose fiery eyes now burned into my pumped-up core. This and more I sat divining, with my head at ease reclining, on the cushion's velvet lining, that the lamplight gloated, gloated o'er. But whose velvet violet lining, with the lamplight gloating o'er, shall, she shall press, oh, nevermore. Then, methought, the air grew denser, perfumed from an unseen camel, rode by Valeria, whose footfalls <laughs> clip-clopped on the tufted floor. Wretch, I, cl- wretch, I cried, thy crom has lent thee, by these angels he has sent thee. Respite, respite, 
and repent thee from thy mentioned memories of Lenore. Quaff, O oh, quaff, this kind Nepenthe, and forget this lost Lenore, quoth the raven, I need more. Prophet, said I, thing of evil, prophet still, if bird or devil, whether tempter sent or whether temptest tossed thee here ashore, desolate yet all undaunted, on this desert land enchanted, on this home by horror haunted, tell me truly, I implore, is there, is there balm in Astoria? Tell me, tell me, I implore, <laughs> quoth the raven, I need more. Prophet, said I, thing of evil, prophet still a bird or devil, by that HK that hunts above us, by that crumb we both adore, tell this soul with anger burning, if within the the far Valverde, someone grasped a sainted minigun, whom the angels aim Lenore, grasped a rare and radiant minigun, whom the angels name, name Lenore, quoth the raven, I need more. <laughs> Be that word or sign of parting, bird or fiend, I yelled up starting. Get thee back into the tempest and the night's Martian shore. Leave no black plume as a token of that lie thy soul hath spoken. Leave my loneliness unbroken. Quit the bust above my door. Take thy beak from out my pecks and get the hell up off my door. <laughs> Quoth the raven, I need more. I stood up, my eyes wide glaring, looking at that bird uncaring. If my neighbors see me act crazy as Bennett did before. Though Lenore had been forgotten, I recall I had a shotgun stored securely <laughs> neath the boards that make up all my chamber floor. Up I pried one of those boards and grasped the gun that was in store. Pumped the chamber. I need more. And the raven, never flitting, still is sitting, still is sitting on this pallid bust of Quado just above my chamber door. And his eyes, though now unseeing, stuffed like a simpal that is dreaming, and the lamplight o'er him streaming throws his shadow on the floor. And my gut, full from my plunder, and I sit and stare and wonder, am I content? No. I need more. That's awesome. Nice. This is fantastic. The end, yes. That was good, man. That was awesome. Very creative. That was. Mixing worlds there. <laughs> yes, good. a little, little mashup of sorts. You know, I don't think that's ever been done yet. So, you know, <laughs> I, bravo. Probably not. I would be shocked. <laughs> But that is a um I don't know. Like I said, it's 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 a great it's a great poem full of you know creepiness and uh and uh, yeah. sadness and uh and weirdness. So I thought it was yeah. was it would be a fitting uh send off for our Halloween episode. Yes. Very nice. So all right. Well, it's been I a love it. <laughs> thank you. It's <laughs> been a fun time um, getting all the ghouls and goblins out here, and uh, but it is now unfortunately our end of days and in our end of podcasts. <laughs> 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 so, thank you, uh, 
Thank you, everyone, for listening, as always, of course. You can find us, uh, you know, on Twitter at Arnold Radio News. Um, and uh, we got the and Gmail email account, arnoldradionews at gmail.com. Um, yes, go get your stogies, your Daniel Marshall stogies. Go listen to ArnoCore, as uh, you should always do. On uh, Halloween, especially, like we played the, the the great end of days song is a good one, but their whole catalog is full of of great gems. So, um, and then uh, go watch some, you know, watch the end of days, watch Terminator, uh, or any of the other gruesome deaths that we mentioned in this episode. Um, Nice, you know, do a do do a supercut compilation of all those deaths. That'd be a cool thing too. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> be like maximum blood. Um, <laughs> yes, but to have a happy Halloween and uh, join us back again for uh, you know some more Arnold Radio news. Take your uh, take your toys and your candy, your Halloween candy, back to the carpet for tonight. <laughs> and uh, yeah you guys uh, got any final uh, Halloween wishes there have a spectacular day and uh, don't eat too much candy or you're gonna get uh, you know the midriff there you don't, you don't want that thing so get out there do extra laps of course yes. every piece of candy you to burn it off yes. that's right <laughs> <laughs> Um, one thing I would like to say is, you know, be safe out there. And also, don't forget to post your costumes on the ArnoldFans.com Facebook good. page. Good. Very good points, yes. Point, yeah. Show us your Arnold costumes. Either Arnold characters or just side characters from Arnold movies. Uh, there's lots of possibilities there. Um,. We are we are, we aren't having our, our full on contest this year, unfortunately, but uh, but we'll still you know draw attention to uh, any of the fans' costumes out there. So that'll be fun. All right. Well, yes, good. I'll be seeing you uh, guys next time, and uh, until then, stay nice and scared and gruesomely uh, entertained. And we'll see you on the next Arnold Radio News. I need more. (laughs) (laughs) You think this is the real Quaid? It is. I went and saw Halloween today. Oh, the new one? How was it? I loved it. I thought it was great. Good old Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, they. they it was better than H two O. It was better. You know, mm-hmm. it was just great. They they really somehow captured the magic of the first film. Nice. Um, you know, but it's just a, it's obviously a sequel. So right. Somehow somehow it was just good. You know, um, and it kind of like plays on things from the first movie. Mm-hmm. You know, this is like oh that's cool. They're doing the. Uh, I, I guess I'll just say the the flip or the mirror version of that mm, so yeah, i don't know right. it's just it's pretty cool so i thought it was good i mean it had great suspense there's a like some a moment where you're like is it you know you're literally like oh my god what's what's michael gonna do you know <laughs> so it's pretty cool it's it's really it's there's some yeah. fun to it 
Yeah, it looked I, the trailers looked really, really good. Yeah, uh, and it's like, uh, can you imagine when we're eighty years old and we're still kicking ass? You know, Arnold's seventy. You know, and so it's like, I'm not feeling so bad about getting old these days because it's yeah. like there's so many cool characters right. that are like, and they're you know they're aging. Yeah, but they're yeah. Aging well, it's kind of cool just to see that. Yeah. You know, don't just because you're getting old doesn't mean you're, you know, you're a fart in the wind. And, you you know, it's just like still kick ass, you know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I um, I um, I haven't been watching a lot of uh, horror movies this month because, you know, Brittany doesn't like to watch them. So I have to stay stay up late and watch them by myself. But yeah, um, but I have managed to watch something I highly recommend. Um, uh-huh. If you have Netflix, um, uh-huh. they 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 have a new series called The Haunting of Hill House. Oh, okay. It is phenomenal. Really? Yes, it is amazing. Like as a horror, you know, genre, it 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 it's great at that, but it's also just an amazing kind of you know almost dramatic. Uh, series um, is it? It's uh, ten episodes. You know, it's pretty pretty quick to get through. Um, yeah, about about an hour. You know, they 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 change episode to episode, but about an hour each episode. Um, wow, yeah. has Elliot from ET? It does. Yes, Henry Thomas. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, that's his name. He's great. <laughs> He's great. Um, it's. Uh, I don't know, there's two there's not a lot of other recognizable people but they're they're all very good um right right and yeah the i mean the guy and the guy who directed it has done some good stuff he he did the the oculus movie um, oh yeah that was good he did uh what other things he did another movie for netflix but i didn't see that um but he's done some really cool, like other, you know, you know, horror movies in recent years. Um, so, yeah. so he's got some good, good cred, and he, you know, it it feels like a a haunted, you know, it's a haunted house movie, you know, or mm-hmm. you know, series, whatever. But it's and he he gets the the feeling of dread really good. Oh, that's cool! Like he sets, he makes the atmosphere and the buildup of tension when you you don't know what's you know it's like there's spooky stuff happening. I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, and there's jump scares. Yeah. There's some jump scares, that's, but they're not. Cool. They don't feel cheap. They feel right. like yeah. you know more earned jump scares. Yeah, um, yeah, and they they definitely surprise you so it's not some of them <laughs> you don't cool, some of them i didn't see coming at all and it's like whoa like like, <laughs> like man that got me um but and then when there's not a jump scare though it's just this really like creepy vibe so um mm. you know there's one of these one of the ghosts in the house called the bent bent neck lady and, uh-huh. and man that's 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 a creepy ghost um oh so there's ghosts and tension. That sounds great. Yeah. Foggy it's like, atmosphere. It's all, yeah, it's this mansion. ancient, you know, this old mansion, you know, this very gothic kind of, you know, mansion. So it's the perfect yeah. setting and all that. And 
and uh, that's cool. It it kind of jumps between time periods um, with this family, you know, with you know this dad and his kids, well, this, and the mom too, and and uh, and then you you go forward to when they're adults later. So it kind of okay. has that, you know, almost Stephen King kind of like, you know, yeah, like he did with it and everything. Um, oh, right. But yeah, is it is awesome. So that's cool. I'll have to put that on my watch list. Yes, definitely check uh, that out. My list, it's on there. <laughs> it's gonna happen now. And if you know, like it, it starts out pretty good, but then like especially episodes five and six mm. are some of the best, like just television period. Like really, the, those two episodes are just like mind-blowingly good um one of them features kind of like a one of these long um tracking shots where it's unbroken Mm -hmm. you know no cuts or anything yeah and they go throughout you know it's in fact the whole episode is there's like i think four cuts total so there's there's like a 12 minute shot where there's no, there's not a cut. Then it's like a 15 minute. And so it's like all these unbroken shots for the whole episode. And it's technically just really amazing. And then they're, so what they do in that is, is pretty, uh, pretty cool. Um, so yes, I just have to uh, give it a, give it a watch then <laughs> yeah you will get when you start if it you know like i can't i can't binge a whole series because you know sleep and yeah, life and I, everything but <laughs> but yeah. yeah it's one of those you want to just keep watching you know and oh that's do, awesome do the whole thing so 